Friends, you are here for a really fun episode of the Love Your People Well podcast. At least really fun if you're listening to this in real time, because we are celebrating today that we have hit 10,000 downloads for this podcast. And that, I mean, that is just incredible. I, I can get behind a mic and talk all day. Sure, there's lots to say, but... It really doesn't have any meaning, and it's certainly not fulfilling the mission that God has given me in this ministry, unless you are listening, unless you are downloading the episodes, taking them in, applying some of the strategies that we talk about, and that's happening. And praise be to God. I am so glad that you are here, that you are a part of this community, and that you're listening to the show and sharing about it with your friends. It's just incredible to me. And so we are celebrating today, my friends. We are going to celebrate in in three particular ways today. We're going to celebrate. Uh, number one, I'm going to share, um, just take a few minutes and give you some updates on what's going on kind of behind the scenes of Love Your People Well. We've got a lot of new resources coming out. And so we're all going to get caught up, make sure we're on the same page. Then I'm going to share the details of our 10,000 download giveaway. So you are definitely going to want to tune in for that because who doesn't like free stuff? I mean, friends, you're already listening. You might as well get something free out of it. And then we're going to jump into uh, the actual episode, the meat of today's episode. And I'm going to share my top 10 life lessons for how to love your people well. I have been a marriage and family therapist for over 10 years. I've been married for not quite 10 years. I've got three toddlers at home. We've been doing the podcast not quite a year. I mean, I'm not saying that I'm doing any of that perfectly, but I will say I have a lot of experience and God has taught me a lot of important things. And so as I've been reflecting on us hitting 10,000 downloads, I just find myself coming back to some of these same um, top tips or life lessons, whatever you want to call them. I keep coming back to the same things again and again and again. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to share the top 10 life lessons that not only get me through the day and help me enjoy the craziness of family life, but um, have helped so many women who I've worked with in the counseling room and so many of you. I love hearing from you. I love hearing your feedback and your ideas and the things that are helping your family. And all of that comes together into these top 10 lessons learned that we're going to talk about today. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. <laughs> let's let's take just a few minutes, my friend, and let's catch up. Because I started this podcast to help women deepen their most important relationships, specifically those relationships with God, with themselves, taking care of themselves, loving themselves their husband, their kids, and and the people kind of outside of the home, friends and church and all those other people that, that actually do really matter to us. And I started the podcast in large part because I am a counselor, but I stepped out of the counseling room during this season of life because I'm home with my kids. I've got triplet toddlers. There is plenty to do at home. And I wanted a place where I could continue to offer ministry and offer help in a digital format so you can connect with more people and a super flexible format. I just am not in a season of life where I can say, sure, Tuesday at two o'clock, let's have a counseling appointment. And I can promise I'll have the emotional energy for that. I'll have the time for that. 
that's just not the season of life. But a podcast, the beautiful thing is that I can hop behind this microphone during nap time, after the kids go to bed, you know, whatever it might be, and share some of the wisdom and the ideas that God has given me over the years. And by his grace, you're listening and you're finding it helpful. And so praise be to God. As he always does, he's doing so much more from this ministry than I ever could have expected. Uh, I guess it was about a year ago when I really started thinking about this and and looking into it. I mean, there is a lot of tech and blah, blah, blah behind the scenes of a podcast and an online ministry, but it's been totally worth it and really fun, and, and he's using it. So let's update a little bit on some of the behind the scenes of where is this ministry at today. We've obviously got the podcast. We're ha- That's happening twice a week. Every Tuesday, we have a new episode. And every Friday, we have a shorter um, bonus episode that I'm calling the Friday Faith Follow-Up. So hopefully you're enjoying that format. We have kind of one topic each week, hit on it hard on Tuesday, and then follow up for some deeper or more personal or specifically diving into a scripture passage, follow up on that exact same topic. We've got the Facebook group, which is a super fun and encouraging online community. It's totally free. It's a private group. And I would really encourage you to join because we've not only got uh, pretty much daily encouragement or tips or ideas, um, but every month I'm going live with a different training. Um, Actually, this week, if you're listening to this in real time, I'm going live to answer some of your questions about marriage because that's what we've been focusing on lately on the podcast. And I actually planned to go live last week with those questions, and then we all got sick, and you did not, nobody wanted to hear my voice with that nasally coughing (laughs) grossness that you get when you're sick. So I'm going live this week. Um, Next month in March, we have a training that I'm preparing around handling the emotional uh, maybe issues of the past, some of the baggage that we bring into our family life today. How do we deal with that? How do we stop that from interrupting our enjoyment today of our marriage and of our kids. How do we um, heal from some of those past difficulties? So there's good stuff, my friend, inside the Facebook group. I would definitely encourage you to join us. Um, You can get links for everything we're going to talk about today in the show notes, which you will find online at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 067, because that is today's episode number. And then we've got some new resources that um, just this year in 2022, I've been able to start launching um, a line of devotionals. So we've got two 40-day devotionals available, a 40-day devo on anger and emotional control, and then a 40-day devotional on communication in marriage. I'm actually in the middle of working on another 40-day devotional around um, the ministry of motherhood and parenting, um, that side of family life. And then we've got some not quite as long, um, not quite as detailed, but I'm calling them devotional workbooks. (laughs) I've got one that actually we just launched this week on finding your identity in Christ and another one in that devotional workbook category um, about resting in the promises of God. That one I'm still working on. Um, So we've got several that have already launched. We've got a few more that I fully expect to have finished this spring and get those launched. Um, And then even beyond the devotionals, once some of those are finished up, I don't know, I mean, there might be more that the Lord puts on my heart to add in the future. Um, But after this round that I've been working on right now, there are some video workshops that I've actually already put them together. 
Um, it's just a matter of finding time to record them because life is busy <laughs> and it takes a little bit more work and focus and time than the podcast does. So I haven't been able to quite find the time to record it, even though they're already prepared. So, you know, that's what it is. Probably this summer, I would guess that some of those video workshops will come out um, with small little, probably five to 15 minute segments about whatever the topic is, you know, maybe eight or 10 or 15 modules in each one um, so that it's short. You can grab it, um, eat it up at whatever pace is good for you. And there will be a workbook that goes with each of those video trainings. Um, so that will hopefully be launching this summer. And um, yeah, there's a lot going on. Friends, the podcast, the Facebook group, more and more resources are getting added to the website all the time. So make sure that you hop on loveyourpeoplewell.com. Um, if you're on the email list or you're in the Facebook group, you will always get first dibs on any of the new stuff coming out. You'll be the first to know uh, and then of course I bring it to the podcast, but sometimes I batch these episodes in advance when I have, you know, there's a good nap time and I have a chance to record something. Um, but you can always be in the know. And I always want you to find these resources, especially this podcast helpful. And what I want to share about now is our exciting news of our 10,000 download giveaway. So here's what you can win in this giveaway. Um, you're going to get three things <laughs> if you are the winner. You're going to get a free copy of whichever devotional that I just mentioned that we've just launched, whichever of those devotionals you want, even if it's one that is not quite finished yet. If you want to say, hey, I want to wait uh, for that 40-day devotional on motherhood, I'm willing to wait a month for that, for it to be free and just pop right into my email. Um, whatever devotional it is you want, you will get a free copy of that emailed straight to you because these right now are digital products. Um, I'm working on getting them printed through self-publishing, but, you know, that's a whole extra shenanigans trying to get all that figured out. You will also get in the mail, the good old-fashioned mail, a small book called God's Grace for Moms, which has some helpful and encouraging scriptures and a coffee gift card. So you really can't go wrong. A devotional, a scripture-filled book, and some coffee. That is what the winner of this giveaway will be receiving. So how do you enter the giveaway? I know that that is our next logical question. What we are going to do is it's going to be based on leaving a written review in Apple Podcast. So if you are using Apple Podcast and the statistics behind the scenes from my hosting site tell me most of you are listening through Apple Podcast, um, in on the main page, the Love Your People Well podcast page, if you scroll about halfway down, you'll see in big print, I believe it says ratings and reviews. And there will be a little hyperlink there where you can click on write a review. And that's what you're going to do. <laughs> click on that button, uh, leave hopefully a five-star review, leave a little blurb about what you enjoy about the podcast, what you've gotten out of the podcast, whatever you want to say. And then before you hit the button that says share, Sometimes it says submit. I feel like they go back and forth. I think it says share right now. Before you hit the actual share button, take a screenshot of your review because sometimes Apple takes even up to a week for them to actually show if I were to log into Apple Podcast. So take that screenshot and then post that screenshot either in Facebook or Instagram and tag me. You can always follow me <laughs> if you want to as well, but you can tag me. It's at loveyourpeoplewell. And that tag in Facebook or Instagram is going to be your entry into the giveaway. 
So leave a written review in Apple Podcast, take a screenshot before you hit submit, and then post that screenshot online and tag me at Love Your People Well. And that will be your entry into the giveaway. And we are going to have it open for about a week and a half. It's going to close down. Um, I should have had the calendar right in front of me. Uh, next week on Wednesday, Wednesday, March 2nd, we are going to close this thing out. So that is Ash Wednesday. And then I will announce the winner on Friday the 4th, probably in our Friday faith follow-up episode. (laughs) So right now you can, I think you can do it even while you're listening to the podcast, just scroll through, leave that review, take a screenshot, post it online and tag me anytime between now and March 2nd, and that will enter you into our 10,000 download giveaway. Now, if you, for some reason, can't use Apple Podcast, um, or it's not letting you leave a review for some reason, uh, you can go onto our Facebook page for Love Your People Well and leave a review there. Um, And again, just take a screenshot and share it. And, um, you know, uh, trust me, I know all about tech issues. So if you're having tech issues, you can still enter the giveaway. Uh, This is really just about us celebrating together and getting the word out to more and more mamas who want to love their people well. So this has been a long intro, much longer than usual, but I wanted us to all be on the same page, have some of those updates, celebrate together. But now let's turn the corner and we're going to jump into my top 10 life lessons for loving your people well. Let's dive in, my friend. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast, where we help women grow godly relationships, grateful hearts, and grace-filled lives. I'm Jess, and I'm a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe that God creates us for relationships, relationship with Him and with each other. So if you're looking to love God well, to love yourself, your family, and those around you well, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. So I talked a lot in the intro about the resources and all these different things that are available, the giveaway. Let me just remind you that you can get links for any of that in the show notes for today's episode, which is at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero six seven. And before we jump into these top 10 tips, I'm not going to let you down. I'm going to share my usual really quick disclaimer. I'm a therapist. I'm a licensed therapist in South Carolina, but I'm not your therapist. This podcast is not therapy. The resources we offer at Love Your People Well are not a professional counseling relationship. Um, There is always a link in the bottom of the podcast description for this episode. If you are thinking about counseling uh, with some of my ideas about how to get connected with a great counselor. But let's dive in uh, into these top 10 life lessons. So these are not in any particular order. (laughs) They are really just in the order that they popped into my head as I've been thinking about and reflecting on this question of kind of what are all the commonalities between my personal experience, my professional experience, what I'm hearing from, from you in the Facebook group, in emails, through social media. All of that came together in... I'm just going to say a random order. (laughs) So these are not in any particular order. Lesson number one is to live your priorities. Now, this means, of course, you have to know what your top priorities are. And then you actually have to arrange your time and your energy and your interactions in order to actually live out those priorities. Now, the priorities that I believe are the best and the holiest and the most appropriate for all of us 
are the same pillars of this podcast, which are love God, priority number one, he is first, he created you, he saved you, he knows exactly what is best for your life. Then love yourself. You have to take care of yourself. You have to know where you're at with your own emotions and mental health. You have to know your own strengths, your own weaknesses. Then we have a huge focus in our life, a huge priority on loving our family, our marriage, our kids, our extended family. And then, of course, from there, we go out into loving others, our friends and our church and our our neighborhood, our community. That looks a little bit different for all of us, depending on, you know, do you live in the country or do you live in the city? (laughs) Are you in a huge church or a tiny church? It's going to play out differently for all of us. But wherever you are, whatever season of life you're in, know your priorities and live them out if you really want to love your people well. Life lesson number two, your thought life will control how much you enjoy this crazy thing we call life. A lot of times we focus on our emotions. Uh, We get annoyed. Well, that's an emotion right there. (laughs) We feel angry. uh, We feel impatient or we feel happy. We feel excited. We feel surprised. We feel joyful. The emotions are often a big part of the enjoyment of life or the struggle to enjoy life. But the thing is, you can't really control your emotions. What you can control is your thought life. I can tell you right now, hey, uh, start feeling angry, please. And the only way you're going to do it is if you start thinking about something that makes you feel angry. And of course, that could go in reverse. I could tell you, hey, um, start feeling calm and peaceful right now. And the only way you're going to successfully do that is if you start thinking about things that make you feel calm and peaceful. So your thought life has a huge amount of power and control over how much you enjoy life. It leads our emotions, it leads our behaviors, our routines, our habits. And in the show notes, I will link to a few of our past episodes about how to manage negative thoughts that pop in our head. Uh, We've talked about that a little bit on the podcast. I know that we will talk about it more because it impacts every area of loving our people well, certainly how we love ourselves, but also how we love our family, how we love others, how we love God. All of that is very strongly influenced by your thought life. So that is life lesson number two. Be aware of what you're thinking about and take whatever steps are necessary to focus those thoughts in holy and helpful directions. Lesson number three, my friend, you are not the only person struggling with whatever issue it is you're struggling with today. The reality is family life is hard and hopefully we enjoy it. Hopefully it's fun. Hopefully it has a ton of those moments that just make it all worth it, but it takes work. Marriage takes work no matter how in love you are. Motherhood takes a ridiculous amount of patience, perseverance, wisdom, patience. Yes, I said it twice. (laughs) Marriage and motherhood and family life, it's hard. It is not easy. And we often start to think, um, whatever we're struggling with, we start to think, I'm the only one. We don't often talk about these things with our friends or at church. And sometimes we just start to forget or we get kind of caught in this lie in our own thinking. Let's circle back to number two, how powerful your thoughts are. We start thinking, I'm the only one struggling with this. And the reality is 
that is not true. You are not the only person struggling. It is so common that we go into family life thinking, oh, it's going to look like X. And then in reality, it looks like Z and Y and F and B and pretty much every other letter in the alphabet because we're interacting with other people and things never go the direction we think they're going to go. So remind yourself and stand firm on the truth that you are not alone. You are not the only person struggling with whatever it is that you're struggling with. Life lesson number four, your previous intimacy with Jesus does not guarantee or create current intimacy with Jesus. And what I mean by that is that you can never take spiritual growth or spiritual depth for granted. I, I've i really struggled with this, maybe not struggled, uh, I've really experienced this, been reminded of this, been challenged by this over the past year as my triplets have been getting older. I mean, yes, the newborn stage was incredibly hard. There's three of them. We can all imagine how difficult that is. But now as they're two and they can talk and they can run around and we've been potty training, I mean, life is crazier than I thought it would be. Life with them is harder than I thought it would be. And I have found myself sometimes trying to trying to get by without taking time every day to be with Jesus or shortening that time in the Bible or in prayer. I've tried all sorts of tips and tricks and strategies for handling my patients or for how I interact with my kids. And I'm not always remembering that the first and foremost strength that I have is not my own. It is the Lord. And so I personally have really been focusing on this over the past few months is that reminder to myself that just because in the past I had a season of life where I could spend 45 minutes every morning in the word and I could pray throughout the day and I could pause in a difficult moment and pray or turn to scripture, I'm not in that season of life and I can't rest on, oh, I've did that before and I've been good with this issue before, so of course I'm going to be good with it today. That's just not true. I have to find new ways that are realistic for this season of life to stay connected with Jesus, to stay intimate with Jesus. And yes, there are many times when a scripture that I memorized 10 years ago will pop up in my head. That's God. That's the Holy Spirit. That's not me. You could ask me right now, what's that verse? And I'd say, uh, I don't know. Because he is faithful to step in and to remind us how much we need him. So remind yourself that your previous relationship with the Lord does not create a current depth and intimacy with the Lord. I'm not talking about, are you still saved? Is your salvation in question? That's a different issue. I'm talking about that intimacy, that spiritual growth. Pride comes before the fall, as we learn in Proverbs. And we continue to experience temptations. And I think one of those temptations is the temptation to get complacent, to think, oh, I've dealt with this before. The Lord has brought incredible change, incredible healing, so I can move on. But we always need to stand firm in our need for the gospel, for the Bible, for prayer, for connecting with the Lord. So that is life lesson number four, to remember that your previous intimacy with Jesus does not create or guarantee current intimacy 
with Jesus. And so we need to be willing to change our habits and our routines so that we can stay close with the Lord. And of course, we have several resources at Love Your People Well to help with that intimacy with Jesus. Um, We've got the free Holy Habits 45-Day Bible and Prayer Challenge. We've got these new devotionals that I mentioned earlier. Again, all those links will be in the show notes, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash 067. But let's move on. Life lesson number five, ongoing assessment is the key to growth. Again, I think it's so easy that we just get kind of in our rhythm, in our routine, stuck on autopilot, and we stop really trying to notice what are the strengths of my relationships, of my spiritual growth, of my own mental health? Where are where am I strong and where am I struggling? What are the things that need to get changed? What are the things I need to work on? If we never pause to check in with God, to check in with ourselves, to check in with our people, to ask our husband, to ask our kids, to ask our friends, we're going to miss some really big opportunities for growth and for connection. So I talked about how to do um, some of this assessment in the first 10 episodes of the podcast. I know I brought this up a few times. That was kind of our intro, what, why, and how about loving God, loving yourself, loving your family, and loving others. Um, This is also an important tool if you have gone through or have thought about doing the free five-day email course that we offer, five tools every busy mom needs to move her family from autopilot to intimacy. Um, There's an entire day about doing this type of assessment. And again, all these links, they're all online in the show notes. But that ongoing assessment is the key to growth. We will not grow if we're not taking note about what's working, what's not working, And figuring out from that, okay, now what do I do? What do I need to try differently? We need to have that ongoing self-awareness. Tip number six, life lesson number six, have less stuff. And I literally mean less stuff. If you're you're in your house right now, now you might be in the car, wherever, but if, well, you probably could do this in your car, but let's say you're in your house, you're in your living room, look around. All that stuff that you see, you have to clean it. You have to organize it. Uh, Visual clutter really can create stress and create anxiety. Uh, Actually, we have an episode coming up soon where I know that that's one of the bullet points (laughs) that we will talk about. But I know for myself, with three kids who are two years old, my days are exhausting, at least in part, because it's a constant battle of let's kick that toy out of the way so we don't trip on it. Let's clean up at least a little bit. Let's try to put away a few toys. And the less stuff I have, the easier it is to deal with all of that craziness. So less stuff equals less stress. Uh, Certainly, there are plenty of biblical principles around having less stuff and not being too attached to your stuff. But that is number six, have less stuff. Pretty similar here to number seven, life lesson number seven, have less tech, less technology, I think this is something that we all think about, at least from time to time. We think about how, gosh, I spend a lot of time on my phone. I spend a lot of time on Wordle or whatever the game of the day is. I spend a lot of time on social media. We watch a lot of TV. The reality is we all know that technology can be hurtful to our relationships and and to our lives, really. But it is really hard to actually cut back on how much technology is a part of our lives. So wherever that weak spot is for you, maybe it's time spent scrolling through social media, 
cut back on that. Maybe it's the amount of television that you and your kids watch. Cut back on that. It is possible to get through life, to get through your day and enjoy it without any technology at all. My husband and I, we don't own a TV, which really blows our friends' minds a lot of times when they come over the first time. And we didn't have internet until about a year ago when I thought, I'm going to start a podcast and, you know, there's a lot of tech from that. So we got the internet. We are super minimal on social media. I mean, we have been intentional over the last few years of cutting back on how much technology is in our home and is in our face, is in our lives. It has a way, even still today, without a TV, uh, not really using the internet for a whole lot other than, well, Pinterest, let's find a good recipe, (laughs) and love your people well stuff. I still find myself challenged to put my phone down when I'm with my kids. Technology has a way of sucking our attention for much longer periods of time than we think it will. And yes, it's convenient and it's helpful. And there are ways it can really help us connect with people, answer questions, learn things, read things. But it can also hurt our relationships and our own mental health. So whatever it looks like for you... I can promise your life will improve at least a little bit if you cut back in some area and have a little bit less technology in your life. If that means you need to cut out this podcast, fine, go for it. I've enjoyed having you here. <laughs> I uh, I know, you know, God's going to talk to you in some other way, give you wisdom in some other way. Whatever you need to have less technology in your life, it is worth considering and taking some sort of action step. All right, let's look at life lesson number eight. Have plans, but don't count on them. My friend, it's so easy to get sucked up in what's my calendar? What's my schedule? What's my to-do list? What's going on? And it's good to have plans, but we cannot stand on those plans. We need to instead focus on God's kingdom and the things that you know he wants you to do. Not to say it's good or bad if your kid is on the soccer team or if you are working or not working, if you say yes to that volunteer opportunity or you say no, but you know some of the things God wants you to do because it's in the Bible. He wants you to be kind. He wants you to spend time with your family. He wants you to talk to him. And if your plans, your schedule are starting to get in the way of some of that, then something needs to change. We need to hold our plans loosely. And I know I have mentioned on the podcast before how much I love and appreciate the Hope Planner. That's the planner that I use. Um, Again, I'll have a link in the show notes, like all these other resources. I'm just dumping out the resources, I guess. (laughs) They're all there all the time, but sometimes they connect with what we're talking about. And so I want to highlight them. But I love this planner Not because my days in this season of life are filled with appointments or like, oh, I have to do that at this certain time, but because it helps me prioritize God, family, and then, yes, there's always a to-do list. There's always stuff to do, and it helps me prioritize and then actually stick to those priorities. So I really appreciate the flow of the Hope Planner um, because it helps me do this. It helps me know what my plans are, but not count on them because the first thing is connecting with God. And then by the time you kind of work down that list, connecting with God, connecting with my people, then the other stuff doesn't feel as urgent or as big or as time consuming. And I think that's healthy. Life lesson number nine, 
Don't waste your energy on things like emotional things like mom guilt, comparisonitis, mom anger, all these useless emotional journeys. Catch those thoughts as quickly as you can and redirect them. Don't waste your energy there. Are there things that you could do better as a mom? Of course, you're a human. Are there things you could do better in your marriage? Of course, you're a human. Are there people in life who have things that you wish you had? Of course there are. But if those are the things we focus our thoughts and our emotions and our energy on, we are not going to enjoy family life, let alone other areas of life. And so again, we have some previous episodes on dealing with mom guilt and mom anger and comparisonitis and all these things. So I'll link to some of those previous episodes in the show notes. But some practical tips right now, if you're thinking, gosh, I do spend a lot of emotional energy feeling guilty or feeling angry or feeling jealous, it might mean cutting back on social media. It might mean adding a daily gratitude list to your to-do list. (laughs) It might mean spending more time reading the Bible. It might mean changing who you hang out with in the neighborhood or at work or at church. There are things that we sometimes need to do, action steps we can take that help us avoid these emotions even popping up in the first place. There are also, of course, strategies that we can do when these emotions pop up to redirect them so that they don't steal our joy and our peace for the rest of the day or the rest of the week or the rest of the season of life that we are in. And then my final, again, not in any particular order, but our final life lesson, number 10, life happens in seasons. And we need to be able to live in the actual moment that God has given us. So the rhythms that you have today, the way that your date nights look with your husband today, the conversations you're having with your kids today, all of that will change. My kids right now, they're two years old. And in 10 years, if I'm still having the same conversations with them that I'm having today, something is wrong. And if my daily rhythm looks the same when they're 12 as it does when they're two, something is wrong. And I I often think about this when I look back. Um, You know, I've already mentioned how I've struggled lately with needing to stay intimate and close with Jesus in my current season and not relying on the intimacy that I had in former seasons. But I look back and I do. I think, gosh, I did... Several years in a row, I did this read the Bible in 90 days plan. That's a lot of reading. And it was amazing in many different ways. But I don't have time for that today. And I sometimes look back and I just I feel nostalgic about that. Or I think something's missing today that I'm not doing that. That was a season of life. I was single, although I think I did it again when we were engaged and maybe when we got married. But you know, I didn't have kids. I was working full time, but you know, it was kind of that nine to five, like I knew my schedule. That season of life allowed for a lot, just quantity time reading God's word. And my current season of life with my little ones at home, our day starts at 630 and it's exhausting. So by the time they go to bed, you know, it's not, I'm really not in a mental place to spend a ton of time to spend a half hour reading God's word. I do read his word in the morning and in the evening and hopefully touch in with it during the day. But that is not the deep, long, let's dive in time that it has been in the past. My friendships, they look very different today than they did 10 years ago, 
five years ago, two years ago, before I had kids. And I know in two years, in five years, in 10 years, they will still look different. So all to, all that to say, try to have realistic expectations of yourself and others and this season of life and be grateful for the moment you are currently living in. There are things that are true. Every season of life, the gospel is true and it matters. Every season of life, your identity is in Christ, not in your singleness or your marriage. It's not in your motherhood or your desire to be a mom. Your identity is in Christ. Every season of life, the people you are connected with matter more than your to-do list. I don't care who those people are. I don't care what's on your to-do list. People matter more than tasks. And again, we've had some previous episodes about this very topic. I will link to those in the show notes. So friends, as we celebrate today 10,000 downloads of the Love Your People Well podcast, let's recap what we've talked about. So I did share about some new resources that we've got available for you. I shared about the giveaway that we're doing. So make sure to leave that written review in Apple podcast, take that screenshot, post it online and tag me at love your people well, and you can you can win. <laughs> the giveaway closes out on Wednesday, March 2nd. So if by the end of that day, have that review and that screenshot and that tag in, and then I will announce the winner on Friday the 4th. And um, the top 10 life lessons that we talked about today, wait, pause before I review them real quick, links for all of this, all the notes from today, all the resources, all the things are online in the show notes at loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero six seven. Life lesson number one, live your priorities. Number two, your thought life will control how much you enjoy life. Number three. You are not alone and you are not the only person struggling. Number four, your previous intimacy with Jesus does not guarantee or create current intimacy with Jesus. Number five, ongoing assessment is the key to growth personally, as well as in our relationships. Lesson number six, have less stuff. Lesson number seven, have less tech, less technology. Number eight, have plans, but don't count on them. Don't rely on them. Number nine, don't waste your energy on mom guilt, mom anger, comparisonitis, all these other useless emotional journeys. And number 10, remember and be encouraged that life happens in seasons. So I know I've referenced a lot of resources, a lot of past episodes. All those links are online, loveyourpeoplewell.com forward slash zero six seven. Um, our free resources. It's all online. Like all of this, I want you to connect. I want you to have the help and the support that you need. But right now we've gone a little bit longer than we usually do. So my friends, I'm going to wrap up. I look forward to seeing your review and to announcing your name as the winner of our giveaway. And I look forward to connecting with you again on Friday for our Friday faith follow-up. Hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. 
or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Love Your People Well.